Blog Talk Radio. Patty Holstrand, and this is KWOD Radio, and we're on live today. It's Monday, and we all know how we feel about Mondays. <laughs> and it's been a weird day. Things aren't just quite working quite right. Uh, actually, I had the wrong time on the show. I don't know why. So, but we're here, and we're here with Alfred. Are you there? Yes, hi. <laughs> hi, how you doing? It's been one yeah, of those very weird day. Things is not quite working the way they're supposed to be working. But hi, yes, we're technology. here. <laughs> you did what? Technology, that's how it is. I know, I know. You know, that's that's the way it is. It's a wonderful thing, and yeah, it's an awful thing. So, uh, but we're here today, and we're we're and, and it's a Monday on top of it. That makes it even worse, doesn't it? Well, you know, when uh, you're an artist and you work from home, really, like, the the name of the day doesn't really matter. You just work every day. That's true. That is true. And you have been working for yourself for quite some time. Tell us yes. about how you got started in, in, you know, becoming an artist. Well, I started out by going to Emerald City Comic Con back in 2010. And, uh, you know, I made some contacts and I showed my art to pretty much anybody that would look at it. And, uh, you know, I went back home and I made all the improvements for, you know, the critique that I got. And I went to Phoenix Comic Con that year also. And I got hired on to do interiors for Venice Comics. Wow. So you just jumped right in both feet then, didn't you? <laughs> well, I still had a day job at the time, so it was kind of like a safety net, you know. Right, but you got lucky. You you wound up, you know, you hear you just jumped right in, went into the Comic Con, and and you got yourself a job. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that you can do to to give yourself a fair chance when you're trying to start out in this business, and um, you know, a lot of those things you can learn from just going online to our communities and talking to people there that have been through it. That's true, and I think that you do quite a bit of that. Um, done some murals and things. I saw that you did, we worked in somebody's van. You did some painting on the van. Uh, really cool job. You do, oh, do you have a lot you. of that out in the community? <laughs> um, uh, do some stuff like that. That's That's been one of the coolest ones, actually. I mean, um I was over at Disney's Comics and a family that owns a food truck business stopped by the comic book store and we were there at the same time. And You know, we got introduced by Disney's Comics and and he, um, you know, he told him, hey, he's an artist, he can do this for you. So, you know, we just kind of started working there together. Wow. Well, yeah, that's how it works. You kind of network with people and, and they find out how, you know, how good you are. Uh, did you ever... Uh, it's just you always wanted to be a comic book artist, though, right? Uh, since I can remember, since I was like three years old, four years old, maybe. So I assume that you must have read quite a bit of them, or did you just kind of look through the pictures? 
<laughs> well, you know, it, it started out where I, I was too too small to read, too, too young to read. And, um, you know, my parents would read the books for me. And then once I could read, then I started reading them for myself. And then I started writing them for myself. Oh, okay. So and I think my, my dad actually found a comic book that I made back when I was six years old. And it was on, um, oh, you know, newsprint paper. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, that's how comics used to come, in newsprint paper. So I thought that they would be drawn on that. So it was like, and it had like words pasted in and everything. Yeah, I've always tried real hard since then. Well, that's a good way to to start. I mean, you, you I mean, it's in paper. So you, you know, what kind of what kind of drawing materials or did you use with that? Uh, I think like a marker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were six. Yeah. What else would you use? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a marker, and I think I. I don't know. I think I had like some nail polish on there too to like add to like bright highlights or something. I don't know. Oh wow! Did you, yeah. did you have sisters? Did you have sisters? I had a sister. Yes. Ah. Well, I, I have a sister. She just, uh, you know, she she lives in Mexico. Ah. So I don't get to see her very much. I mean, so it's not like she's bad or anything. She's still around, but. Right. <laughs> just, so, so yeah. you borrowed her nail polish in order to highlight some of the some of your artwork. Yeah. I'm sure she appreciated that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she did. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you have to do what you do. And you're talking about six years old. I mean, you know, that's, uh, I'm sure your parents appreciated that you actually used the paper and not the walls. Well, my parents were, were always really supportive. Like, you know, my dad used to make the capes for my superheroes and, you know, help me find whatever ninja gear I needed to, you know, be a kid. I don't know. <laughs> That's good. That's good. You know, it is always curious to me that people who are creative, uh, you know, talking to them, whether or not their family was supportive when they were young, does seem to make a difference on what they, you know, how early they become, uh, you know, more successful in what their chosen uh, area expertise is. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, my parents have been supportive since since I was little, and that's something that I want to do with my kids as well. Just not try to push them in any direction, but whatever it is that they are interested and passionate in, to you know, have them have that idea that that they can do anything that they want to do. That's good, and I know you have children now. Yes. So you are are they following in your footsteps? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're both very creative. Uh, one of my sons really likes drawing, and he, uh, you know, he'll use pretty much all my all my uh, art tools and, and everything, even like my light box, and he'll sit at my drafting table and, and draw there. And it's really cool. I'll give him some pointers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. I mean, you're thinking, okay, would you want your kids to do, you know, following your footsteps? Um, because really, you know, whatever, it whatever it is that, whatever they want to do with their lives, I mean that that will be something that they decide. I I won't try to push them one way or another. That's good. That's good. Yeah, gotta find their own way. If they're meant to be uh, artists like you, then at least you know enough to uh, you know help them along the way, give them some advice, and 
hopefully hone in on their uh, their chosen area and their expertise. Yeah. So what do you know? I know that you've you've gotten your own comic book now. Yes, it is. So tell us how that came to be. Okay, so um, I know exactly what year it was. I think it was probably like 1997 when um, I started developing this concept. I mean, I've had the idea since I was little, and I really wanted to, you know, have a kind of like a, a, a team adventure sci-fi kind of uh, a title. And so I came up with this book, and it was originally called Shadows. It's called Project Shadows now. And, um, you know, I I started developing the idea and, you know, talking about it with friends and doing character designs. And, you know, I, I went through like a bunch of drafts of scripts and whatever. And, you know, then, you know, life happened, and I put it aside and I started doing other things, and I, I started working professionally doing other, other titles for, for companies. And um, after a while, you, just, you know, you, you think about it and what it is that, um, you know, your life is for. And um, I realized that what I want to do with my life is create my own comic books and, you know, put something out in the world that is going to inspire other people and, you know, you know get people thinking and, you know, just, put something out there that's that's new and that's fresh and that's not the same thing that that has been done before. So um I decided to quit my job and to start doing Project Shadows full time. Oh, and um that's, that's you know, I, hard. it was a, it was definitely a learning curve because there are a lot of things that are that are completely different when you're working on doing your own project than when you're just hired to, you know, draw whatever somebody else has written already and just, you know, you're just an employee. Right. So, you know, there's there's a lot that went into it. And one of the biggest things was setting up our, our Kickstarter. And um, after we had the first issue done, uh, me and my wife, Terry uh, Nicole, who is also AC Power Girl, we went touring the whole country. We did um, a lot of conventions and I think it was like 16 conventions or something like that. And, you know, we showed <laughs> yeah. the book to everybody and we uh, we exhibited, uh, you know, from um, Baltimore to New York to Detroit and I guess all kinds of places. And we put it out on Kickstarter. And we only asked for the first uh, two issues subsequent, the first one. And uh, we ended up meeting our goal within the first 24 hours. And we actually ended up with like 625% what our original goal was, which and it ended up being like you know nineteen thousand dollars, it was something really cool. So you know now we're just uh, we are making good on the shipping on that, and <laughs> it's a lot of shipping. I don't think the people at the post office like us very much. But uh, well, I, I have a question about that because sure. why start why start your own you know brand instead of selling the idea to another company? Well, uh, we actually have thought about that and, and kind of looked into it. And there seems to be a, a couple of different ways to go about it. And mm-hmm. there's different models. I mean, um, obviously, bigger companies that are going to want your your idea are going to want to own your idea. So, you know, you, you kind of get a little bit less of, of you in the whole process. And, you know, then the company kind of, takes over and, and does its thing. Uh, uh-huh. Or there's like Image, Image Comics and a couple other companies will give you a deal where you get to, to serve your own rights. And so if it ever 
uh, turns out that they want to stop publishing your book, you can take it somewhere else and, you know, do it your own and, and that kind of stuff. And uh, we've considered what our options are. And, you know, we're kind of open to to people. If they want to publish it, it just depends on the kind of feel. You obviously don't want to lose out on the rights for for mm-hmm. our our characters and our and our publication. Definitely. Well, I figured that's probably what you were going to say, but it's always a good question, you know, uh, <laughs> because, you know, understanding the, the nuances and changes in the comic book in- industry compared to book publishing, which is more what I know. So I just kind of okay. wondered what your, what your thoughts were on that because of the independent publishing part of it. Um, well, there, there is, um, there's a lot of um, really – sorry? I think comic books are really coming into their own when it comes to independent publishing now. Yeah, independent books are they are a lot higher quality and they're they're marketed better now than than really they've ever been. So that is definitely a a good thing. And I mean, one of the biggest the biggest good things that comes from being with a big company is just the publicity and having it be through through diamond and the previews and order through all the stores and. I mean, you you make a little money that way, and really, at the end of the day, though, you have to just be out there and show your book to everybody, and go to conventions, and and go online and talk about it, and show it to people, and you Definitely know, show everybody that you know, like when you have that connection with with the fans and the people, that that's huge. Yeah, that's definitely true. And guess what? We got somebody on the line for you. Hang All on right. <laughs> Big fan, Alfred. Uh, my name's Tony. Tony Tigger. Hello. Hi, Hi Tony. Tony. How you doing? Hi. Yeah, I just I just had a question for Alfred. Okay. Sure. Yeah, uh, my question is, um, like, in your experience since you've uh, gone into this comic book world thing, um, have you like faced any hurdles like discrimination, like because of you know you you're being bald and whatnot, like because I mean I mean <laughs> you know a lot of people. A lot of people like have seen pictures of you. You're a very attractive man, and I, you know, like, are there hurdles with that? Are, are um, do yeah, you have my, to like overcome that? Me in trouble all the time. I, it's something that's very hard to overcome. And do you ever feel that people that people are buy, buying your product just because you're that attractive, or is it is it is it more for the the art, the work? Um, I, I find that a lot of people are actually very uh, very impressed with the art and. Uh, that's that's definitely a good thing. I mean, what their their perception is of the, the artist is also like a big a big factor. I, I find, which I mean, that works for me. I I don't I don't mind at all. <laughs> but as far as that being a hurdle, no, absolutely not. I mean, that is something that you definitely embrace and you uh, embrace embrace the baldness. Because I was thinking of shaving my head, and I thought maybe that would help me break into the business better. Because there's a lot of bald writers out there, and I try to write. Well, I'm I mean, not sure. you, you, just just make sure that you can grow the right facial hair for it because if it's not going to be there, then you you might as well just not even do it. Okay, Th- thank you, Alfred. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so I guess the the uh, um, what you should say to him is is you got to go with your own thing. You know, That's if, right, you're, right. I mean, if you're if you're balls, you got to do what makes balls. you feel good and be comfortable, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was interesting. That was interesting that uh, embrace the baldness. You see that? You hear that? Yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good motto, Tony. Embrace, embrace the baldness. 
We got somebody else online. Looks like this is long distance. Okay. Hello. It's hello. This is hello. Hunter. This is Jim in Albuquerque. Albuquerque. And I'm calling for Alfred. Yep. Yes. Hi. Who's this? Yes. And this is Jim Lynch with Wonder Funders in Albuquerque. And oh, hi. How you doing? I'm calling to say I'm good. I mean, I bought your book yesterday, but I wanted you to know something. I went What's to your that? booth Saturday to buy your book, and you were busy sucking face with your beautiful wife. <laughs> I'm just right. wanting to that point that out. Like me at all. <laughs> I came. Well, I don't know who was kissing her then. I came over to your booth to get your comic, and you were just way wrapped up, man. And I couldn't buy it till Sunday. <laughs> well, sorry about that. I mean, really, I mean, one of the one of the best things about what I do is is being actually able to do this with with my lovely wife, and you know, travel the country, and you know, walk the downtowns, and just have a, a a romance that makes everybody uh, kind of jealous and sick at the same time. So, well, yeah. well, I'm only calling in because I was jealous, Alfred. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> but I wanted to tell you, I, I, really, I really enjoy the books. Uh, I have uh, one and two from you. And uh, I uh, really enjoy them. And the art, and I would uh, take keep up the good work. I would like to also say that I have a full head of hair. And, uh, you know. <laughs> I, think well, you know, I, won't, I won't hold it against you. It's, it's okay. There, there are programs for people like you, so yeah, you know I've heard. that. So, <laughs> but uh, I wanted to. I really did want to call in and tell you that I, I really do enjoy the books, and I thought you did a fabulous job on them. And uh, keep up the good work. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, definitely stay tuned. We have a lot more uh, really cool stuff coming. So, cool. Bon Bon says hello. That's who's talking to. By the way. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let you go. Have a great day. Thank, you, Thank you for calling in. <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny that, of course, obviously you heard the conversation before it, but uh, you know he's telling you he's got he's got hair. So, <laughs> and whether you embrace the hair or embrace the baldness, you know you got to got to do your own thing. Yeah. So, uh, so you were just in Albuquerque then? Yes, uh, we just got back this morning, actually, from Albuquerque Comic Expo. Which was uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, did you wind up going to uh, the Las Vegas Comic Con on uh, a week before that? No, actually, we did not make it to that one. Okay. But you know, hopefully next year, if they want to have us as guests, we'd be more than happy to show up. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. You have to pick and choose. How do you How do you pick which one you're going to go to? Oh, it's so hard. I mean, there are a lot of conventions that we want to do, and a lot of times the determining factor is just whether or not the con the con invites us, then will give us guest status because uh, it, it's really hard to it's really hard to choose a convention that you're gonna pay for over a convention that you know is basically giving you uh, your trip for free. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's, there's that. I mean, there are a lot of conventions that we go to also that you know where we have a lot of fans and. And um, you know, if there's if there is a like a big demand, then yeah, we'll show up. You know, of course. Yeah, I mean, we we'd all like to go to all of them, but unfortunately, that that's not usually within the bill. Besides, the yeah, fact I that uh, they do we, we go to so many conventions that we we end up having like a, a little bit of like a like a con family. A lot of people that that are at pretty much every convention, and uh, there are some people out there that are just like hardcore warriors. I mean, I think I've done 20 conventions in the past 12 months. 
And mm-hmm. there are some people that do like 35 or 40, and it's like, wow, I can't, I can't imagine that <laughs> too much. Yeah. So but I mean, maybe that's my future. I, I, it's really hard to tell, so. Well, you definitely got back east. So where, where have you been back east lately? Uh, back east, we were at Detroit a little while back. And, um, gosh, I can't remember before that. We were at uh, at Chicago C2E2. Mm-hmm. And I Do think uh, well, we, we were at New York last year, and we were also at uh, at Baltimore. Those were all very, very good shows. Yeah, I heard Balt. Is that Balticon that you're talking about? Um, no, Baltimore Comic Con. It was, I think, September. Mhm. And we actually we flew into into Washington D.C. for that one and rode the car. It ended up being cheaper that way. And um, so on the way back to to our flight back, we we went and did the whole um, uh, National Mall and uh, you know take pictures there and that kind of stuff. Hmm. So here's a question on on your artwork specifically. Do you always use a model to start off a character, or does it come kind of come in your head and and kind of can draw from that, or does it both? I actually almost never use a model. If if I do, it's usually my wife or myself in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, we, we just, must be talking go, about I, the villains then. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh but no, I usually will just go off of um kind of uh this weird like intuition. I'll just start drawing it and sketching it out and you know, come up come up with a layout and then adjust it and then you know, if I don't like it I'll start over and and uh yeah. So usually so, just off off the top of my head. So what do you start with? The story first or the artwork first? Well, no. As far as doing a book itself, yeah, you got to start with the story, and it's it's um it's it's not that, an overly complicated process. You know, you start just like you would with pretty much any writing, with like a main idea and themes, and then you come up with an outline and you know an overlying overlying story arc, and you start you know adding more stuff to it and dialogue and plot twists and cool stuff like that. I don't know. So do you have, if you're starting as a story, are you writing like a whole series or, or multiple seri- uh, multiple issues? Um, yeah, I mean, usually um, and then going in? you you want to be able to have some room to adjust. So I don't write a lot of stuff like right off the bat. I'll have the, the, the overall story arc and it'll be pretty pretty condensed and then I'll just work from that and, and um, you know, write, write a couple of steps ahead. Try to at least. Good. That's um for just let everybody know. I'm gonna take still have a couple seconds here and do a little business. You, if you call in number if you don't know it already is seven one four two four two five one four five. And no, I don't have to keep Alfred all by myself. So <laughs> <laughs> I I do share. So <laughs> so you definitely call in. We got some people that are definitely listening in the chat. If you don't have uh, a cell phone that you can call in because that, that 714 number will will cost you a little something if you are calling from landline. Um, you can also write your question right in the chat down below the information on the show that you're listening to right now. Scroll down a little bit and there's a chat box. And I know there's like 
you know, some, some of you people just sitting there in the dark. I know you're there. <laughs> you can't okay. hide. They're, 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 they're maybe a little bit shy. Yeah, a little bit shy. Yeah. yeah, a little bit shy, but you know they're they're coming in, coming here, popping out, coming in, back in. So uh, definitely write your question here, and I'll I will definitely relay that to Alfred here, if you have one. And uh, you yeah, know somebody popped out. Apparently he didn't like it when I I said I knew he was there. So, <laughs> but yeah, hey, if you're gonna be quiet in the dark, we just. Yeah, we're like, expose you. Like, she can see into my soul. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely let us know if you have a question. So that way I can give you this. Again, I can't, I can't come up with all of them myself. So there's, have you you write your own stories and, you're, and you obviously do your own artwork for that. What goes on after that? I mean, you got the publishing process. So, what goes so to that far point after the writing? Yes. After the writing, that's where that's where the real fun begins. I mean, you know, you start doing your your layout for the pages, and you want to make sure that they are they make sense sequentially, and that they you know they guide the reader through the page and guide the reader through the book and convey the whole story. And highlight the the biggest moments in whatever is on that page, and you know, it just it's it's a craft that takes a lot of love and a lot of attention, and you know, after that you start fleshing it out and doing slightly more detailed stuff, and I have no mm-hmm. idea why, but my wife is laughing at me right now, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, after that you start rendering it, and then. We actually don't do any any inking for for our book. It goes straight from pencils to being digitally colored by Milan Provanov, who is our colorist. He has worked for Marvel, DC, Capcom, and all kinds of other independent companies. And then after that, we, we do the lettering and uh, make sure that there's no typos. Hopefully, maybe. And uh, yeah, then after that, it's it's off to the printers. Do you have any what we call first readers? You know, somebody who you know, you, a set of people that you trust to help flush out the story. If there's any holes in the plot, if you forget, you know, a panel, that kind of thing. Oh yeah, no. My wife is um, she's currently the editor. Our previous editor was Brian Augustine, who worked on the Flash and created Gotham by Gaslight. He's having some health problems, so he's uh, he's taking some time to to recuperate. And uh-huh. so. Um, uh, my wife's actually taken over the the editing, and she is amazing at that. She will catch a typo with nobody's business. Well, she's multi gifted. She's she's got oh, yes, a lot of things yes. going on. She's she's definitely an extrovert. Yeah, she's <laughs> um, you know she she does all kinds of things. I mean, she she writes her own book, and she is an editor mm-hmm. at at Q Publishing. And um, so yeah, she's definitely very very experienced in the field. Yeah, that does definitely come to handy. I think that, you know, that uh, your guys' uh, liaison together, I think, worked out really well. As, you know, she's got the things that, you know, that definitely are going to help you to move forward, I think, faster. And vice versa. She, she's like going to get, you know, her support from you as well. So I think that's, just, you know, definitely made in heaven there. <laughs> that's, that's when you, that's when that's when you say yes it is. 
<laughs> it, it absolutely is. It, there's not a doubt in my mind. <laughs> yeah, she, I mean, she's standing there. you got to say, oh, yes, Sarah, it's, it's made in heaven. <laughs> yeah, she's... Um, She's uh, you know, laying down here and listening in on her on her headphones. Ah. Kind of making uh, weird faces with me every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have a partner who does do that to me sometimes too. Uh, badgers me <laughs> when I'm on when I'm on the phone or on online here. Yeah. <laughs> I know how that is. Yeah. So if you if you were going to tell somebody, hey, you know, you can get into this business, what would you tell them to do first? Uh, first thing that you need to do is <laughs> first thing that you need to do is well start start working on your art if you're gonna do art start working on your writing if you're gonna do writing you pretty much just do what you love and then down the line you get paid for it so that's that's the the main thing that you want to do and uh, then after that you you gotta get to conventions because this is the type of business that is very it's a very small community and it's very tight knit and you you need the community in order to be able to to succeed. I mean there are people that can just be brilliant and, and get jobs, but I think for the most part you, you get more if you go out there, you talk to other creators, you talk to other artists and mm-hmm. I mean the stuff that you learn is invaluable and the friendships that you make will last your whole career, maybe your you know your whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, in other words, you li- you listen to others. Exactly, and I mean, after a while, these people become literally just like your family. You, you know, you you have your community and everybody's supportive, and you know, luckily you you know you know <laughs> make a lot of people angry, and then you're doing pretty good. So how how many artists do you think uh, are out there right now that actually write their stories as well? Do you think it's a high percentage uh, what do you or mean? not? What do you mean? I mean, by that? Part, well, I know a lot of artists who just do the, the do the drawing and they just do you know they do the artwork, but they don't actually do the storyline behind it. Well, I don't hear it, about it a whole lot I mean, of them doing that. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the majority of artists. They they will. They will be very specified or very specific in, in what they do, and I mean, people that are both writers and artists, I think it's it's a small percentage. So you think that you must have you know read quite a few of those stories in order to, to get that idea, that, you know, those ideas of what you wanted the story, um, your story to be about. Oh yeah, well, I mean, when you're looking for ideas for doing something that is going to be created around you. You gotta really dig deep into all kinds of things. You can't just read a comic book and then, you know, create something that's derivative of something else. You you have what's called the diminishing law of returns and if you just uh you know, if you try to do something that's like something else, it's gonna become not as good and it's gonna be, you know, really very derivative. So you have to take from film and take from from books, you know, children's stories, from, you know, anything, anything and everything, and then you can you can come up with something that's going to be even greater than than whatever it is that you imagine. Well, that's good. Uh, what do you think about the sheer number of comic books out there right now? Somebody's asked me that question. 
The sheer number of comic books. There are a ton of comic books out there. There are really yeah. useful. So many. <laughs> I walked into this comic book store recently and said, holy cow. <laughs> so that's many funny, of them. good. I mean, having having selection is, is always good. And, you know, being able to have so many creators out there that that are working, that's that's great as well. And, I mean, really, the, the number shouldn't matter. You should be able to find something that, that you like and support it and I mean, this is um, it's a little bit of a rough industry to to live in because you are dependent on on the fans for making your living. A lot of artists just only do comic books, and so you know, if you are a fan of something, you gotta definitely vote with your wallet. Otherwise, that comic book's not gonna get made for for very long. Mm-hmm. Why Why do you think the comic book industry is doing so well right now? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that it's doing so well, but I think that it's uh, it's definitely notorious, and pop culture in the past few years has become more accepted than it's ever been, I think, in the whole history of history, so so there's that, and then there's also all the comic book movies, and, you know, the people that want to be Tony Stark, and <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess it's a matter of opinion on on some people's part whether or not it's doing well. Uh, yeah, I think that the free comic book day. I talked to a lot of the uh, store owners, and they actually said that they had a lot of sales on top of the free books. And that's that's how it should be. I mean, really, you have to you have to support what you love and go out there and, and buy the comic books. And I mean, it's a it's a great experience that over time I think will probably end up being lost. I mean, web comics and digital format books are probably going to take over at some point, and and that'll change things. And I mean, I guess as comic book creators, we have to be ready for that. But in the meantime, people that that still love actually holding the book in their hands and like the feel of it and the you know the way that it that it smells and that that it looks like when you flip the pages, you, you know you gotta you gotta put your money where your comic books are and stuff. Yeah, support what you, you know, the industry. Otherwise, it can go away like, you know, some of the other industries have. Um, yeah, I mean, not to, say that web comics have, not to say that web comics are better or digital formats better or everything. I think it, it's amazing that you can get something in widely distributed within minutes and, you know, have people that are so excited about it and, and you know, that will follow you weekly, daily, <laughs> however often you, you put out your, your publications. I guess that leads me to another question: How fast, how fast are you when it comes to creating a piece? I'm sorry, can you say that again? How fast are you when when you go create? Like, so say somebody says, "Hey, uh, can you do, uh, you know, uh, you know, give, they give you an idea for a cover? How fast can you come uh, come up with something?" It just depends on how peculiar they are and how detailed how much freedom I have. If it's something that, that they just want me to do a cover, oh, I can make that in just a few hours. If it's something that, you know, it's going to be um, a lot of back and forth and, like, shooting ideas and that kind of stuff, that it can take longer. But usually uh, my average for covers is between six and ten hours. So, uh, <laughs> you know, about half a day's worth of work. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it would depend on how motivated you're or... You know, if you see it in your head or not. As I always say, you know, 
uh, somebody gives me an idea for a cover, I say, well, let's see what I can come up with. And if I see it in my head, it's certainly a lot faster. You apply your experience to, to whatever it is that the project entails. And usually you, you end up getting faster and faster with the more experience and confidence that you have. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I'd say that I'm, that I'm moderately fast. Do you think that the comic book industry will be going more digital? Quite no questions here. Uh, I think as time goes on, that the answer is going to be yes, because a lot of the the audience is is out there on the internet, and really the the creators would do themselves a disservice to knock away the audience. If, if people started buying more print books, then you know obviously <laughs> do that more too, but. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of audience online. Yeah, and and that's where again the ebook industry is kind of going is going that direction. They sell a whole lot more ebooks than they do uh, print books, unfortunately. I so, did not know that. Yeah. But that makes sense because I mean, really, a lot of people will have a, some kind of a device now. They'll have a cell phone. They'll have um, an iPad. They'll have you know a Galaxy Tab or even a laptop, and it's, it's very convenient to have everything in that in that format. I'm going to remind everyone that uh, I know you're giving me questions. Uh, I do have a call number, 714-242-5145. That's 714-242-5145. So, uh, are you thinking that the direction of the... Do you think that the computer is helping uh, a lot of the artists to get their work out faster? Um, as far as uh, like the whole production of the books and, and stuff like that? Yeah. Or the, or the, the distribution of it? Uh, distribution would be the next question. <laughs> well, as far as, as, far as creating the as far as creating the art, I mean, um, back in the 90s, they started using Photoshop for, for coloring books and that sped up the process a lot. I mean, they used to use um, uh, Dr. Martin's dyes before that, and that was a little bit of a complicated process. And so the the computer used for coloring revolutionized that whole industry. And they did the same for lettering. And, you know, a lot of people are actually using computers to do pencils now and to do their inks. And, you know, pretty much their whole book would be digital. Yeah. And a lot of times that is faster. Sometimes it's a little bit harder because you don't actually get to see, you know, what it looks like on a, on a whole page. Because a lot of times the screens won't, won't, really, won't really allow for that. Right. But, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's gives and takes to, to both mediums. I personally prefer the traditional medium. I, I, I have worked digitally before, and even for published stuff. Mm-hmm. And really, that, I mean, there, there's something about the feel of, of paper and pencil and erasing and like deleting your smudges and stuff like that that that's uh, very organic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand that. I know that uh like for instance the uh printing industry uh won't be printing very many things anymore. We're all gonna round it going audio. So as now you're dodging with weaving and, and and uh learning new skills in order to move with the times. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think that you're you're young enough to, you know, embrace that, yet you you like the old the old feel of the paper and the and the ink that you're using. Well kind it's always the like there. a combination. <laughs> the combination of the two is, is, is usually pretty pretty good. I mean the 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 organic pencils with uh digital colors, it it ends up looking fantastic. I mean you can you can look at it at my stuff online and it's pretty much all all like that. <laughs> hey, that's my way of sa- of saying that I'm not going to ask you what your age is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no. I'm old enough to know better, and uh, oh, well, I know better. I, <laughs> I highly doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> I know very few men who know who, no matter how old they are, they still don't know any better. So, <laughs> well, I think that's that's up to interpretation, and uh, yeah, stuff. Um, so. yeah. That, that's good. I mean, you have to again, you know, move with the times. And and what what direction do you think that the comic book industry is going right now? What do you see in the near future for them? I I definitely believe that web comics and and digital format is is going to be where it's at. Uh-huh. As far as like as far as stories, pretty much every every kind of story has already been done, and it's up to creators out there to find a new way to tell the stories. I think that, you know, the, how you tell a story is, is much more important than, you know, what it actually is about. It, the themes are reoccurring since the beginning of, of literature. So it's it's really just about new creators out there that have a new take on things and, and you know, are willing to try new things. And I think definitely being distributed through... Digital means is going to be is going to be huge. You can already see that actually. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, we were get we were going to talk about distribution. So you're thinking that there's uh, there's been some changes with distribution of comic books that uh, will help or hinder independent publishers. Oh, I think that anything will definitely help, um, especially with bigger companies like Comixology opening their submissions to. Independent creators. I think that that'll that'll be a big boost to to independent creators. I mean, it's not necessarily leveling the playing field, but it definitely gives you a lot more exposure. And people that are already using that 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 huge service are able to very laterally go to your independent products. So hmm. I mean, I think that that'll be that'll be great. That'll be huge. I believe that, uh, did I not see that you're also using Amazon to sell your comic books? Um, I don't use Amazon right now to sell my books. I'm okay. still working on, on setting it all up. I mean, we have a few more issues to do before we do uh, a trade, and I think that that'll be the, the big thing that we have on there. But mm-hmm. um, I do know that that people have had success on there. Actually, uh, mostly I've heard that from people that do uh, standard books. You know, not comic books, but just books. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I definitely sure. want to explore that. I do have some books that uh, I've done covers for that are out there. There you go. But but those are regular regular books without pictures. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know all about those. <laughs> okay, good. I I didn't know, so you know, I just yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean. Did, you got to have a great cover. So I uh, hear you, you've done some covers for regular liter- literary books. What are you saying? 
Yeah, I've, I've done quite a few of those. Oh, I got them quite a few. Oh, okay. We got we got a list, everyone. We got a list. <laughs> so it's it's great though. Do you do this the the artwork be, you know behind the scene there with the you know, that you work with different publishers on? Uh, what do you mean by behind the scenes? Well, in other words, uh, instead of the uh, you have like a couple of layers of the book. You have your your background artwork, and then you've got your lettering on front. Um, really, I just, uh, whatever artwork I do, I do all of it. I know that some people do have, like, interns and people that will do their backgrounds, but, um, yeah, no, I just, I do most of that myself. I mean, you get, well, you you're, get, better, you're better at lettering than some others might be. And lettering. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I'm still learning that as we speak. <laughs> Uh, I've been looking at a lot of uh, uh, pulpish fiction lately, and and you know the the artwork is is really you know a lot of color to it, um, uh-huh. and and the letters of course are big and bold, and not done on the computer; they're done by hand. By hand. So yeah, that's, that's kind of a dying art. I mean, a lot of a lot of people will move to move to digital letters and. That's mm-hmm. just that's just the the standard now. Yeah, uh, they probably a little cleaner look too because of that. A little more brilliant yeah, colors because get of more, burning. Yep, you get more of a of like quality control, I guess. Ah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we we would hope so. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't. I don't find that going digital has has caused has helped anything when it comes to quality control, but uh, maybe in comic books it has. Not in uh, not in regular writing. And now, because they just they they get a lot lazier. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't really rely on a spell check. The spell check will will do you exactly. wrong every time. Yes, exactly. And you can't rely on on the, your your word processor to tell you something wrong. Um, you've got to actually go through the different steps and, and do things right. But yeah, that's yeah. Editing is is the key to almost anything really. When it comes to creative you gotta it's great to have a story but you know, do it right, you know? Absolutely. Well that's 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 the the key is that you I think that you take great pains of being uh you know, a gifted artist. And you've really got some great thing going on because you're very active. You 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 get in a great footprint when it comes to uh, you know getting out there. So you know I could wish you the best, but I think you've already got it. <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, there's there's definitely always room to to oh, sure. do something bigger, or do something better, and. I think that when you just get complacent, then then you stagnate, and that's that's never good. So it's always about learning, and it's about trying out new things, and learning from other people, from other people's experience, and you know whatever it is that you can you can get from them, and you know there's uh, there's a lot that you can do also. I mean, if you have favorite artists, you can you can learn from them. It doesn't necessarily make it bad if you. 
if you like their techniques or you like to see how they do things and incorporate that into your style. I mean, that that only makes you a better artist. So where's the direction that you're going now? Well, where do you see yourself in, in a few years? Um, well, I definitely want to have um, my book be published, and I don't know if it gets picked up, and that'll be great. I mean, it'll it'll have a much bigger exposure. And um, I see myself doing a lot of um, covers and doing a lot of stuff for other companies as well, and you know, just trying to trying to build a career. Mhm. And as far as well, artwork, yeah. I mean, there's always there's always things that that can that can be improved, and you know, I I'm always open to to artists critique and to uh, you know to pretty much anybody that that has an opinion. And Good. But I think that well, yeah. uh, you know a lot of strides can be made here. So. <laughs> So do you ever see yourself as having a team of, of you know, artists that work with you? Um, team, yeah, I'm not too sure about it. Um, I, I definitely like working with colorists. Um, I can color myself, but I I prefer having somebody that, you know, is very, very good at portraying the moods and, you know, setting up uh, the, the scenes and stuff like that through color. That's something that I think that I definitely would like to learn at some point, but but I really okay. enjoy working with colors right now. Well, so now you hear you heard that now, guys. I mean, if you're really good at that and you you want to work with someone and uh, and can and can work for nothing for a while, <laughs> you can definitely uh, get in, <laughs> uh, get involved there, and uh, you never know what might come of it. So that's why I always say, you know, try to try to work together, everyone, because you know that's really. I see way too many people who try to do it all themselves, and and believe me, it's just it's just not worth it. Because if you work together, you can you can do more. That's right. And it's all about you know also making those relationships, and that's really all that business ends up being at the end of the day. It's just the relationships that you make, and you know, being professional and mm-hmm. and helping each other out. So you went to a lot of cons this, this, this last 12 months. What, what's in the future for you for next year? Um, yeah, we, we have a lot of conventions that we have plans. I can't remember them all, but <laughs> we are going to uh, be going to Seattle, to Emerald City. I've been there um, to network. I've never been there to exhibit, so this will be my first time there. I'm very excited about that. I love that convention. And, you know, also we, we have space ready for the next Phoenix Comic Con and Denver Comic Con, both very great conventions. And uh, this year we'll be going to RealmsCon, and, and that's in Corpus Christi. We have uh, DACACON, uh-huh. which is back in Albuquerque. And. Is that the uh, Doctor Who one? What's that? Is that a Doctor Who one? Uh, JackalCon is actually um, a horror and anime convention, oh, okay. and that's that's on Halloween weekend. Oh, that's gonna be a good weekend for that then. Yeah, and then I'll also be at uh, Long Beach, which is in in November. In November, so, yeah, okay. I, 
yeah, a lot of conventions, and it, it takes a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of arranging things around and planning sure. ahead, and you know all that all that good stuff. Well, and and here you have family, so you you have to organize all that too. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I see your your website, and I I add, attach that to the. Um, to the chat, everyone, so you can just click. It's already ready to go. Just click on it and be able to get right to his website and take a look at what he's been doing. He's obviously has oh, his cool. project shadow right on top, right in the front here. <laughs> yep, and I, I will definitely update that as soon as I get some uh, some time here. You know, after our convention, it always takes a little while to, to uh, get everything situated and get back to work. Well, it's not too bad. I mean, you put this up on June 18th. That's only about a week ago, so <laughs> we'll forgive you. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to update. I mean, I've been trying to update every week. It used to be that, you know, I didn't update very regularly. It doesn't it doesn't come very naturally to me to to manage a, a website, but it's something that you know, as as an artist, you you definitely want to have some kind of outlet there for that. I mean, uh, most people will see <laughs> will see stuff first on Facebook. So, mm-hmm. so there's yes. that. So everyone, so that way you know that if you go on his website, he's got his Facebook attached here, so you can go right over to him there as well. So it's, it's great to have uh, all that in one place, and everyone can find you. And uh, yes, and definitely find me on Facebook, and you can actually get pretty much real time whatever I'm drawing at a convention. I'll post it right as as I finish drawing it. Yeah, I, I got so a picture. That's something that a lot of people enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I got a picture of you from Denver, the Denver Con. Uh, I to watch them last year. So uh, you were you were drawing on a snowboard. Oh no, that was actually this year. That was in, oh, uh, sure. in June. Yeah, that was okay. this month actually. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that, so that was, uh, was for for charity. Ah. We did um we did like a a jam piece kind of. Uh, Collaboration, and it was it was donated for charity. Uh, the whole Denver Convention is actually for charity for for children and literacy and supporting comic books. Good, that, so that's it's, great. It's always nice to to give back to to the community, to all oh, the sure. cities where we, you know, where we are welcome as uh, as creators. Yeah, that's important. That's important because then and people see that, especially when you just got done with your starter and you did so well yes, and, <laughs> and it'll only get better you know yes i think kickstarter really is the key to a lot of uh you know good creative stuff to come out oh absolutely the the community in kickstarter is excellent i mean i i don't think that i've ever come across such a large number of people that are so devoted to uh making somebody's passion come to life it's just it, it's incredible i mean we we had about half the people that donated half the funds come from you know other outlets you know personal stuff and and facebook and and twitter tumblr instagram and then the rest were all actually from the kickstarter community so i think that that speaks volumes for you know just how much of a need there is for creator-owned stuff mm-hmm. and for for well, people I know that, that have projects that are strong enough to to grab the the fans. Yeah, 
Well, I know Kickstarter is it does does really great job in sending me like creative outlets, you know, thing creative projects, uh, like every week, you know. Uh helps me to see some really cool stuff that's coming out. And uh oh, you know, obviously you know, share those things that, that you know, I think are really cool that people need to know about. That's what it's all about, getting the word out. Yep, and I mean it's it's definitely a process and it's definitely kind of a job in its own when you when you're yeah. there within those thirty days of running your Kickstarter campaign and you know, you're you're talking to everybody that, that you've met. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh it's it's a great process. I mean people are very supportive and people are they're they're very willing to share your project and tell their friends and get involved and do whatever they can. That's like a that's like a thirty day um interview, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean we we did we did really good. Edge, that was a very <laughs> it was a very interesting process. I mean I did pretty much everything that that you can do for that. You you can um you know make your video and you know write about your story, tell people why you're passionate about this and why why you want this made. And then, you know, make extra videos showing people you know, what goes into drawing and, you know, kind of like interviews and stuff like that. And uh, I was lucky enough to to be interviewed at the studio at a Spanish TV station here too. And, you know, the, that definitely got a lot of people more involved as well. Yes. Well, I always said that recently that media really is where it's at when it comes to getting the word out. Uh, to video and audio, so you've got to be able to get it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, people are... People are very engaged by by video stuff and by you know things that are slightly out of the ordinary. So just gotta think we, outside the box and, and do that. Definitely, um, yeah. Because we're we're getting close to the end. Does you guys want to ask a question? You better get it in now. And. You, is there anything you want to share with everyone? Obviously, I gave them your website, but is there anything else you want to share with them? Um, well, I mean, I have my Facebook. If people want to add me on Facebook, I'm, I'm definitely always uh, very welcoming to new friends. So that's facebook.com slash Alfred183. Uh, my Facebook for my book is facebook.com forward slash Project Shadows. And also, if any of you see any art that you like from me that you want to purchase, you can get it at 183degree.storeenvy.com. I saw that you have uh, DeviantArt information as well. Oh, yes, I have a DeviantArt. Uh, 183.deviantart.com. No, uh, I don't update that one as often. I usually will just do uh, uh, like a big mass upload <laughs> every once in a while. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's and good. go from there. Yeah, that's, it's, it used to be that it was a little bit more daunting to to update art. You have to go and select all the different categories, or whatever. I think it's more streamlined now, so that that should help. But there's so many things to update, you know. <laughs> right. It's hard and to take time. time. Yes. Just so everyone knows, uh, if you look in the chat there, uh, the other information as well as uh, Alfred's Facebook page. Info is right there. You just click on the Facebook page and and or, or click on his website, and you can get anywhere uh, from his website. So that's a great way to do that. 
Well, I think you've got everything that you that you need. Probably not everything that you want. I think so. Everything yes. that you need to really, uh, you know, get it out there and and get your new books out there. And I think that you've got it all going on there, and that's a great thing. See, so I wish you all the luck because I think that you know you definitely have what it takes to succeed in what you want, and uh, that's why I have you on here because I think that you're, you're definitely great to talk to, to find out where your roots came from, so others can you know emulate too. Now we lost Alfred there. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. (laughs) Are you there? Yes, you there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we... Here, I was just saying, trying to take a, I, was, I was trying to say goodbye to you, and then and then you're not there. <laughs> say, well, he jumped a gun. That's okay. I said, just letting you know that I think you got everything going on, and and I I wish you all the luck because I think that you you definitely got what it takes to succeed in what you're doing, and uh, you're going in the right direction. That's that's why I have you on here. Are you there? I see him on there. Can you can you answer? I think he wound up having a problem. Well, yeah, he dropped off. We lost him, but we will definitely say goodbye anyway. We have I think he's have maybe ran out of juice on his phone. That can that happens. So, Alfred, thanks for coming. And we appreciate it. I know that you can listen. You can hear this. Uh, I'll see whether or not. Hello? Hello? Yeah, sorry. I got I got cut off there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry about that. I don't know why it keeps knocking you off. But uh, this is Alfred, right? Yes, this is Alfred. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just uh I was just saying we're trying to take goodbye to you and then we were having trouble keeping you on there. But um everybody who's still on, it's you wanna say uh say anything to those who are listening to you right now. Hello? Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, okay, I can hear you. I'm just saying that but, there's um, some no, people. Yeah, just, uh... Uh, thanks everybody for listening and uh if you are at a show that I'm at, definitely come by and say hi. Um and yeah, check out uh check out our books, check out our our art and you know, definitely uh, drop us a line and say hi. Hang on a second. Oh I'll have to get a line. Okay. Okay. Thanks so much for coming on and, and I appreciate your time. And uh it'd be about an hour before I give you the code for this. So you can put it up wherever you want. Excellent. Thank you. And all right. Have a good one. You too. Bye bye. Right. Bye. Well, that was Alfred and I'm not sure where the other line's coming in from, but that's a drop off. Thanks so much for everybody to for coming in and listening. Yeah, I've definitely had some, some listeners sitting there. And again, if you wanted to find out his information, definitely get on his website and 
it'll take you to his Facebook page and to all the wonderful pictures that he does if you if you're not familiar with that with his work. You definitely should. Um, this is Patty Holstrand, this is K Radio and we're signing out for the day. Thank you.